I'm Yasmin. And I'm Jasmine. And And this this is is Those Moms, where we talk about relationships, motherhood, and everything in between. Enjoying the music? Well, you can check out Unbreakable by Ayana Jacobzell and other songs from her when you visit ayanajacobzell.com. The link can be found in our show notes. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. So (laughs) it's just me today. Um, Yasmin, by the way. Jasmine is in Mexico living her best vacation life. No lie, I'm a little jealous, but I'm going to keep this thing moving. Today, our topic is self-care, and self-care is so important to us as mothers, and um, so I I predict we'll be talking about self-care on multiple episodes, but today, we're going to focus on yoga and a little bit of personal self-care with personal physical fitness. All right, so we have Naomi Jacobzell as today's guest. Hey, Naomi. Hey, girl. (laughs) Just a little background. Naomi is Los Angeles-based and is a certified fitness instructor, certified personal trainer, a certified yoga instructor, a licensed massage therapist, a doctor of physical therapy, and last but not least, a mom. Yeah, a mom of an adult child. (laughs) Is that a thing? Adult child? Yes, she's still your child. (laughs) You're right, you're right, you're right. (laughs) Very much so. So you you are a a lady of many hats. Yes, I wear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... What what are you doing right? Like, you you have all these different certifications and a bunch of different things that you're into and that you um, got trained for. But which one is like your most prominent one right now? I would say physical therapy is my most prominent right now. But I think of um, everything I do as like an umbrella, you know, encompassing wellness, self care exercise, nutrition, and then I just kind of incorporate it as a physical therapist with everybody I interact with. Okay. So you kind of started off in the um, physical fitness type of uh, area, I guess, and then are now kind of moving towards, or not moving towards, and now you're kind of in the medical field a bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, how'd you get on your wellness track to begin with? Because you, you started out... On a little bit of a different track, right? Right. So I started out in college, like most students, not knowing what I wanted to do. So I ended up with a degree in fashion merchandising. Okay. Oddly enough. (laughs) But then I also got a master's degree in business administration to um, just kind of build on what I had in fashion. And I had some ideas about what I wanted to do. But I actually changed tracks when I got pregnant with my daughter. That was 24 years ago, yeah, I started um, deciding, let's take care of myself. You know, when I got pregnant, when I found out I was pregnant, I went to the library back when that was a thing. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. People still go to the library. (laughs) They still check out stacks of books. Uh, We do sometimes. Yeah, we go and check out a bunch of books. But you're right. The internet is more of a thing. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. So I went to the library and got all these books about nutrition, nutrition how to, um, you know, that what to expect series, what to expect when you're expecting, what to Mm -hmm. eat when you're expecting, you know, what to expect the first year. And um, yeah, that's what got me on this track. I just kind of immersed myself in how to take care of myself because I was a typical 
24-year-old person just, you know, eating whatever I want, not really exercising. I always like to exercise and be active, but nothing structured. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what got me on this path, my pregnancy. Well, that's interesting. That is. I, um, (laughs) this last pregnancy that I had, the day that I found out I was pregnant, I actually called the gym and cancel my membership. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm pregnant. Free. I'm free for a couple months. <laughs> so yeah, it's like the reverse. Yeah, that's the exact opposite of yeah. you. <laughs> I didn't necessarily say I'm going to be really super active. It was more or less I'm going to start taking care of myself in terms of I'm going to eat better right. um, and just kind of understand more about what's happening with my body as this baby is growing and how can I, you know, make it the best baby it can be. Right. <laughs> because at that point, it's it's like, it's not just me anymore. Yeah. Let's, let's see what I can do yeah. for this child that I'm growing within me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the biggest one that I wanted to talk about was yoga. Mm-hmm. Because we have a lot of listeners who um, are moms and they are looking for a way to kind of, I guess, center themselves, find some peace in their day, mm-hmm. um, and just maybe have some time for their own selves or even with their kids because kids can do yoga too. Yeah. Um, but what do you, what do you, what would you say are the benefits, some benefits of yoga and doing yoga? And- All right. Well, you know, the benefits of yoga vary depending on where you are in your life cycle as well as like what your lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. So for example, a mom, I would say a benefit would first of all be just um, having some me time, even if it's just you and the baby together, it's just some time where you separate from everything else that's going on around you and just settle down and you know stretch out a little, breathe a lot, just have some feel good time. Um, also just like a side effect of just doing yoga in general is just becoming more present and becoming more patient. Well, in theory, becoming more <laughs> present in terms of realizing what is most important, like at the present time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking time to do yoga and breathe and stretch by yourself or with your baby gives you a little bit more of an awareness of, you know, what that feels like. So, you know, when you're not doing that, you're like, okay, I'm out of pocket. Let me relax. Yeah. Let me take a minute. Let me breathe. Let me center. Okay. What's most important right now? Yeah. So that's just like a side effect of just doing yoga regularly. And it doesn't always have to be in a structured environment. No. It, it could be just taking a moment to yourself. Like, does it have to, when you think of yoga, then you think of downward dog, mm-hmm. you think of all these different poses mm-hmm. and um, shavasana. Right. Look at me. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> The lingo, <laughs> but but yoga is uh, more than that, and it, it can kind of be just a moment of centering for yeah, yourself. Yeah, so you know, yoga means to yoke or to unite or to join. So in essence, you're thinking about joining your body with your mind with your breath. So you could do that in any way. You could do that in the bed, in the shower, in your car, in the kitchen while you're cooking. It's just a matter. It's just a way of being present. You know, so you can think of any time I'm focusing on what I'm doing in the moment and I'm aware of where I am and I'm breathing, I'm doing yoga. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Not necessarily doing the asanas, which are the postures, you know? Yeah. All right. Hold on. And then, so we're in a time of Mm self-love and, you know, everybody's talking about loving yourself as you are and body positivity Mm -hmm. and all these different things. 
um, do you think yoga plays a, a role in, in self-love and loving your body and all those different things? Oh, for sure. Because anytime you're, um, first of all, when you're aware that, oh, I'm breathing, that's a blessing, you know, especially if you come into contact with people that have difficulties with breathing and have to use machines and things. So anytime that you're um, moving your body in a way that maybe someone that's less able couldn't do, that's another way of just appreciating the moment. Mm-hmm. So just as a byproduct, just being able to stretch and breathe or balance on one leg and breathe or just bend over, especially now that I work with a lot of older people, you know, it kind of um, gives you more of an appreciation of what you can do, even that we take for granted. Yeah. But yes, yoga is probably like one of the best things you can do to express or to like practice self-love. Right. And it's good for our kids to see us mm-hmm. practicing this and accepting our own selves because then that kind of resonates with them mm-hmm. and gives them kind of a idea of what they need to do to accept themselves and love themselves right okay and you know yoga is like it incorporates so many things so we already talked about the breathing we talked about the presence you know in terms of anytime you are focused on the present moment you can say that you're meditating Mm -hmm. so you have that meditation which is a way to relieve stress so you have the exercises the asanas themselves the postures that way you're strengthening your body in a way where you build strength as well as flexibility. So it's like a t- completely holistic form of self-love, I would say. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so while we're talking about self-love, um, how and, and showing our self-love so that our kids are able to see that, right? How do you think that um, yoga can assist with like our parenting abilities? Right. So... Um, Teaching your kids the importance of um, taking a time out when they feel themselves getting overwhelmed. Um, you can incorporate like some forms of yoga in that in terms of having maybe like a yoga corner where, you know, and when anyone is getting out of pocket. Yeah. They feel like, okay, I need to take a minute to just go and sit down and you can either like just maybe do a down dog. You can sit down in your seated posture and breathe for yeah. a few moments. You can... Um, you know, just stretch out. You can even, you know, grunt or laugh or yell. It's just like a place where you can just say, okay, yeah. let me go step away. Right. That's such yeah. a good idea. A mm-hmm. yoga corner. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing that down. Yoga corner. Because we need one in our house. <laughs> right. Or incorporating like gratitude into um, your day. I know with Ayana, when we were younger, we used to just um, like, you know, before you eat, say a blessing that where you just kind of thank the people that got the food from the earth and put the food into the store and you know actually the person that prepared the food just take a moment before you eat to prepare yeah. to you know be grateful for that i got that idea from yoga i like that yeah mm-hmm. that's a really good one because especially in this day and age you have a lot of kids who are not they're not bad kids maybe mm-hmm. they just have an issue with showing gratitude or they're, they kind of feel like they're entitled right. to all the different things. Mm-hmm. Even with my own kids and like their iPhones and their iPads and all the stuff that we have. It's like, okay, like, yeah, you, those things exist, but you don't have to have those right. things. And so showing gratitude and just coming to terms with um, different things that are going on around you instead of just everything is so electronic these days. Right. That's nice. I like the yoga corner idea. And the gratitude before food. I'm writing all this stuff down. And also the just having maybe just a video or um, podcast 
or some type of audio led yoga class mm-hmm. where either you start the day with yoga or you end the day with yoga as a way to kind of like wind down kind of how you used to have that book yeah where we had the what's the book title it was i don't know but it was yoga for kids yeah and it had the different moves in there um kid friendly mm-hmm. like saying you know rise like the sun and different things doing the downward dog right. and a bunch of different poses in there and we would do it every night before bed and it actually did make a difference i don't even know what happened to that book <laughs> we need to find that book <laughs> we need to find yeah. it asap yeah <laughs> but but yeah it, it was just good to incorporate that into our day and it became something that the kids were looking forward to at the end of the day mm-hmm. just to kind of wind down yeah the idea is to not um think of yoga as something you have to separate yourself from your family to do or mm-hmm. something you have to have like in a structured quiet environment even though that's great it is great sometimes to just you go away to your quiet place or to a yoga studio and practice for yourself but also just making yoga or just the idea of you know incorporating mind body activities into the day right as a family you know anywhere no matter where you are yeah so you mentioned twice i think once when you were talking about the yoga corner and once when you were just talking about yoga in general mm-hmm. about breathing um, techniques and breathing exercises. Do you have any quick breathing exercise that we could do, our listeners can do right now? Um, well, one exercise that anyone could do anywhere is maybe a um, breath awareness exercise where you um, just take a moment, put your hands on your low belly and you just feel the rise and fall of your belly. One thing you can notice right away is if you don't feel that rise and fall of your belly, that means you're breathing super shallow. So um, you just sit up straight, you put both hands on your belly, and you just kind of get real quiet, maybe close your eyes to tune out, you know, distractions, and then just notice, can I feel my belly expand? And then do I feel it contract? You know, just kind of blows up like a balloon when you inhale, and it contracts and deflates when you exhale so that's just called breath awareness you can do this standing up you do have to kind of get you know quiet and stand up straight so you can kind of feel it but i like to do it lying down or just sitting down okay Mm -hmm. if you're listening to it in your car do not do it while you're driving (laughs) (laughs) wait until you stop and then when you get good at that one you can maybe just start to um maybe incorporate like breathing um extension where you actually lengthen the length of your, the count of your breath so for example you feel your belly expanding and then maybe you just count you know how long it takes you to inhale how long it takes you to exhale mm-hmm. so when you're inhaling you just start one two three and then you notice when it transitions and that way you really can't focus on anything else when you're trying to count your breath you know yeah. it's just like an automatic way to tune into yourself yeah even if just for two cycles okay that's interesting maybe at a stoplight but don't close your eyes. No. <laughs> and stop light, but don't close your eyes. Keep <laughs> your eyes open and on the road, but you can count your breaths and how long it's taking you to do your breathing. Yeah. That's great. And then that just kind of helps with calming. Centering, centering, calming, becoming more present, you know, just noticing, oh, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my hands on my belly, but I'm clenching the uh, steering wheel. Maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I should relax my fingers. You're just getting yourself back on track. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Do you want to do one now? Let's do one. Let's do one for like five seconds. Okay, so everyone, let's just sit up straight or let's take a, a moment to lie down on the floor or on your bed, wherever you're comfortable, and then just put your hands on your belly. And like I said, close your eyes. Sometimes that just kind of helps you to tune into um, yourself and tune out the world. And then just take a moment to notice if your tongue is kind of clenched up on the roof of your mouth or if your jaw is clenched or if your shoulders are shrugged a bit. 
and any of those things just let it all go yep just let it all go and then just notice don't count don't force and just notice what's happening low in your belly as you just do what your body does naturally your body is breathing all the time you're breathing all the time but the idea is to maximize the breath so as you inhale just notice you're breathing in where do you feel the movement do you feel it down low in your belly is it only up high in your chest the idea is to expand the belly when you breathe in it inflates like a balloon and you just count and when you get to the top of your inhalation just let it go and let everything deflate just like a balloon losing its air and then you repeat you take a breath in you expand you fill up notice all the places that get buoyant and then you exhale yeah that's it and you just repeat that so simple right that is simple and it was beautiful <laughs> i did it as you were talking so simple <laughs> yeah it just uh, it just makes you stop and focus and yeah. refocus and that was nice thank you for that you're welcome <laughs> so um so we'll kind of jump back into talking about um yoga and the actual yoga classes okay um so a lot of yoga studios are expensive and they require memberships Mm -hmm. or you can drop in for like $20 for five classes or something. And so I'm just wondering, do you have any alternatives for going to a studio? Also, a lot of them don't have childcare. So if you have your kids by yourself or, you know, you need a moment in the middle of the day, that might be a little difficult um, as a parent. But do you have any alternatives for going to an actual yoga studio? Yeah, there's a lot of things out there. Um, one thing I like when the weather is nice, um, if you live in a, not necessarily a big city, but most cities have like yoga in the park. I have noticed that a lot, or yoga yeah. on the beach. Um, just kind of like a group class that's kind of informal. You know, there's lots going on around you, but you bring the whole family to the park and you guys set your mats up. You do it there. That's yeah. usually when the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get on apps. You know, you have um, meditation apps. You have yoga apps. You have fitness apps. Um, for meditation, I like um, Headspace.com, and I like Calm. Headspace, I think, it gives you about a week, and they have different um, styles of meditation, different lengths. So, you know, check that out. Also, um, Audible. If you're on Audible, there's lots of... Um, fitness as well as yoga as well as meditation um i guess audiobooks or guided classes that you can take and if you're a member of audible you know those are free on there oh nice. and then there's lots of websites out there as well as um so yoga you online that's one place i like to send people just to start because they have um a lot of talks about just yoga and wellness in general as well as classes And then on YouTube, YouTube, there's just like a plethora of information, a plethora of free classes, anything you want, you can find on YouTube. So, you know, between the apps, the Internet and just getting out in the community, also community centers usually have like these days family yoga or yoga with kids or yoga for kids. That's really big. So like your community center, recreation center. Mm hmm. That's some alternatives to just like a private yoga studio that might not be in the budget, you know. Yeah, definitely. Have you heard of the app Expectful? 
I haven't heard that. So it's for um, pregnant women. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, they have a bunch of different options for um, like meditation mm-hmm. and what you want to, what you're trying to accomplish through your meditation. So if you're trying to get closer to baby, oh, if you're trying to yeah. deal with your anxiety, different things like that. And they have like 10 minute little meditation things where she walks you through it. Kind of how you just did us with the breathing exercise. Mm-hmm. Walks you through it. Uh, you have different like instructors on there. I think there's a paid version, but I only used the free mm-hmm. version. It was plenty. 10 minute um, segments, 15 minute, 20 minute. And I used to use it a lot when I was at the beginning of my pregnancy because I had a lot of anxiety. And it just really helped me to be able to get to sleep at night and also to feel closer to my baby because, I don't know, you know, it's a lot of things going on in your head a at lot. the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that, that app helped me. So if you're making a list of the apps, um, she had a couple on there. We'll put them in our show notes. But also add expectful on there. And um, yeah, those are useful. Like the mm-hmm. fact that they, that people started making apps for this kind of stuff is just like amazing. Yeah. It makes it so ready to just use. Pretty unavailable. Because I don't think I had any of those. Because I really didn't do yoga while I was pregnant with Ayana. I just kind of started introducing myself into health and wellness. Right. Which just started with like mostly nutrition and learning about the body and how it grows and changes what to expect from the delivery and like when the baby's here yeah and that just kind of bloomed into more of an awareness of fitness and health you know so from there when she was born that's when I started uh getting more into the career track yeah you know exercise teaching exercise which morphed into teaching yoga which morphed into practicing massage which ended where it is now with the physical therapy yeah Mm -hmm. it's a whole journey yeah a long (laughs) and winding interesting journey so you mentioned pregnancy and yoga during pregnancy you didn't do it yourself right no i didn't do it 24 years ago no i started doing yoga after she was born right but i would definitely recommend it prenatal just for, um, first of all, like we talked about stress relief, right. um, centering yourself, giving yourself self-care, but also just in terms of physiologically for your body, it's good to build strength, especially in your pelvic floor and your leg and back muscles mm-hmm. to help with the delivery, actually to help with the carrying of the baby, the prenatal, yeah. and then also to help with the nurturing and caring of the baby postnatal, right. as well as caring, caring for yourself and any other responsibilities you have. The flexibility that you get from yoga is really good for, of course, the delivery. Yeah, the actual yeah, labor. Yeah, it's time to deliver. Mm-hmm. Probably makes that a lot easier if you're yeah. consistent with your yoga yeah. throughout your pregnancy. It's not good to like practice like a lot of the fancy balancing poses or the inversions like when you're pregnant, but it's perfectly good to just do basic yoga and yeah. breathing exercises, you know, during the pregnancy. Okay. For sure. Are there any poses you can think of off the top of your head that are not good to do while you're pregnant well you just said don't do a bunch of the fancy stuff not the uh, inversion like unless you were already doing these things before you had the baby then by all means continue but like say for example you weren't practicing yoga you weren't doing anything then you just want to start trying to do a handstand no (laughs) don't do that (laughs) don't do that (laughs) stay away let's just keep it simple let's do some squatting let's do some some back stretching (laughs) (laughs) yeah the idea that you want to be safe you know so not too much crazy balance but you know if just use your common sense. <laughs> so do you think that yoga is right for everyone? Yes, because, you know, the thing is, there's so many styles of yoga. 
And there's so many right. ways you can practice that every single person, no matter what their age, religion, you know, physical ability, everyone can practice yoga in some way. You just have to kind of get an idea of what your goals are and what your challenges are. Yeah. And then just search for what it is that you need. And trust me, it's out there. Yeah. Because there's so many different types of instructors, too. And so if you... I don't know, it might be kind of hard to find a specific type of instructor, but if you are um, if you are going to a studio or have found a class or whatever, and you don't feel connected to one instructor, like, there's... Right, don't give more. up. That's what I always used to tell my students. If you hate this class, try at least two more, because <laughs> this is just one person teaching you one class today. Yeah. But yoga is so broad and diverse that... This is, don't think that this is all there is, especially if you hate it. If you hate it, just for sure, try another class, get on the internet, you know, go to an app, Yeah. do some research. Don't give up. Don't ever give up at your first class because you could go to a very athletic, vigorous class and you're a person that just reads to relax and like breathe. So, you know, that's not a good match. Right. And, you know, yoga is just so saturated everywhere right now that you you never know what you're going to run into but just know that what you need is out there okay so um a lot of moms after they have their baby uh, maybe even years after they have their baby are looking for a way to lose weight lose that baby weight get rid of the extra stuff that stuck around when the baby was gone right um would you say that yoga is a good fitness choice for weight loss I would say yoga is a good fitness choice, but um, I wouldn't use weight loss as the main goal. I would um, just kind of do a self-assessment and ask, okay, what is it I'm trying to do um, as a whole? And then just try and get my goals met from many different ways. So for example, um, say for example, you had your baby, got a little pooch you're trying to tighten up, you Mm -hmm. know. So I would say yoga is definitely good for strengthening your core muscles, strengthening your back muscles, you know, that get weak over pregnancy, strengthening your hips and everything. But you want to look at it from a holistic viewpoint. So first of all, nutrition. What am I eating? Um, Clean up my diet, you know, take care of that. And then cardiovascularly, you want to do some type of vigorous exercise that gets your heart rate up. There are styles of yoga you can do that raises your heart rate, Mm -hmm. but it may not be the best style for you. So you may want to, um, you know, walk or run or swim or do the treadmill uh, or the elliptical, that kind of thing. Right. So and then you definitely want yoga to be part of your fitness journey. But not necessarily say I'm doing yoga to lose weight. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of different factors that take into, to take into, um, to take into, what am I trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) Take into. The weight loss, just the weight loss journey. But it's a word I'm looking for. (laughs) Take into, I want to say concern, but that's not it. Consideration? Yes. There's going to be a lot of factors that you want to take into consideration when you are looking at your goals for fitness, you know, in terms of weight loss, um, strengthening, increase your endurance, increase your um, flexibility. So yoga can help with all of that. But, you know, I wouldn't want to, like, put the pressure on you to say, I'm just going to do yoga alone to right. weight, to lose weight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yoga kind of goes hand in hand with diet, with the other kinds of physical fitness Mm -hmm. 
So maybe put some cardio into your um, into your daily routine or your weekly routine mm-hmm. and have yoga as a, an addition to that. Yes, have yoga as an addition because like I said, it's really it's going to strengthen your muscles. It's going to tone your muscles. It's going to help with your flexibility. If you're doing it consistently. Yes, if you're doing it consistently. But in terms of make saying weight loss, you know, it's not you wouldn't want to put that umbrella over it if you're not doing the other things, especially everything starts with nutrition as well. Right. You know. But the most important thing, too, as a new mom who has limited time and limited energy is to do something that you enjoy. Just move your body and you're going to, you know, get down to a um, get down to a I'm losing all my words today. <laughs> a routine? Get down to your your body set goal. That's okay. what I'm trying to say. Your body okay. has a place where it wants to be, where it's comfortable. Yeah. You know, and your body will get back to that naturally if you're eating well and you're moving every day. And as a mom, you know, especially if you have more than one. Yes, and the definitely. few that are moving around, you're gonna you're gonna get back to where you want to be. Right. So yoga definitely you want it in there, and not necessarily just for the weight loss, but for the holistic things that it, the holistic benefits that right. it provides. All the other benefits you know? that you get. Yeah. Okay. But if you only have one to do, I would maybe say yoga, <laughs> <laughs> just because it is so holistic. Yeah. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's so many styles you can practice. You can practice very vigorously where you're sweating and you're, you know, burnt, your muscles are burning. And you can also be real s- simple with it where you're just lying on the floor and breathing. Right. And, you know, how many yeah, other meditation. forms of exercises can exercise can you say, you know, can do that? Is you just get to lay on the floor. Right. That sounds like my kind of exercise. And get a benefit. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And clearing your mind is going to help you out in a bunch of different um, capacities as yeah. well. Okay, so you just mentioned the different types of classes mm-hmm. that there are. Um, I know when I was trying to find a yoga class to go to, I would see a list of a bunch of different classes, mm-hmm. and I would not know which one yeah. to go to. Mm-hmm. I'd just pick whichever one I was like, I don't know, the one at 11, because I didn't have anything going on at 11. Right, exactly. <laughs> but then I get in there, and I'm dying. <laughs> You're like, what am I doing? Why did I end up exactly. in here? <laughs> this is not where I'm meant to be. <laughs> But so do you know, well, is there a class that people can look out for if they're beginning and they're trying to get a good taste of what yoga is, um, but they don't want to die or they don't want to just be laying there. They right, kind of right. want to get the full experience. Yeah. So just to give you a general idea of what you might see on a schedule and what maybe a new mom or a new yoga practitioner might be looking for. So if you see something that says like power yoga, you know, that's going to be a little more vigorous. You're going to be holding poses a little bit longer, plan to sweat in there. Okay. If you see anything with the word heat on it, unless it's um, yin or relaxation with the heat, plan to sweat in there. Plan to, like, you know, those are the more vigorous styles where, you know, if weight loss is your goal or, you know, you're trying to really have a vigorous workout, mm-hmm. you know, that's where you want to go. Now, if you want to go to the other end of the spectrum where you're just kind of like, I need a break from my family, I need a break from life, then for sure you want to look for something that says yin yoga or relaxation yoga or regeneration, rejuvenate, you know, like something where you're just going to be moving very slowly, very simple, might say gentle yoga. Now the middle of the road where a new practitioner might want to go in, it's going to just say something like, um, it might say like uh, vinyasa yoga, Mm -hmm. even though you flow with the vinyasa, there's usually levels of that. So look for something that says 101 or level one if you see a two or three on there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something like that and the vinyasa is um just vinyasa. where they kind of go through 
each yeah. of the moves. Mm-hmm. Vinyasa is where you're floating. Now, the thing about yoga in general is that what you get is going to depend on the teacher. Right. But there should be a general outline <laughs> of what you should expect. But yeah, if you see vinyasa, you know you're going to be moving. If it's a one-on-one class or a level one class, you know you're going to be moving, but it's not going to be too anything extreme. No crazy poses. You're going to work on balance. You're going to work on strength. You're going to work on endurance and for sure breathing. And you're going to have some relaxation at the end. Okay. Yeah. All right. So write those notes down, ladies. Because <laughs> I'd be lost. <laughs> yeah. And read your descriptions. And I'm trying to get to class a little bit early, like 10 to 15 minutes to talk to the teacher. That way you may be able to get an idea if you're in the right place or not. Or the teacher will go a little easy and give you a little help uh, because she knows it's your first time. Okay. Definitely don't good. run That's in. Advice. Don't run in right when class is starting if you're the first person. If it's the first me. class. Because <laughs> then you'll be like, oh, my. <laughs> And there's no room. Right. And or you don't put your mat. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. 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 So that, that's good advice. Good advice. Um, so lastly, um, there is regular yoga and there's hot yoga. Hot yoga. I love hot yoga. Do you like hot yoga? Yeah. I love hot yoga. It's just like, I don't know, even though you're not doing anything too high end, mm-hmm. you still feel like you got a good workout because that's you're sweat. dripping sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that sweat factor. Right. So mm-hmm. is that the only benefit of hot yoga rather than uh, No, no, no. So when you go into a hot room, the first benefit is that you're already warming up your muscles before you start to move from the heat around mm-hmm. you. So you're more pliable and you're going to get more of a stretch, which you have to be careful when you're getting more of a stretch like that so you don't hurt yourself, especially as a new mom because your ligaments are still, or even oh, if you're, yes. you probably don't want to practice hot yoga in prenatal. Okay. P.S. Well, yeah. So you don't want to do that. But of course, after you have the baby, your ligaments may be a little loose still from the, um, is it the relaxin, the yeah, hormone the in your body? Yeah. yeah. So you want to be careful when you're stretching, when you're already heat like heated up like that in a hot room that you, you know, you don't overstretch because you could strain something. Yeah. But the benefit of being in that hot room is the increased circulation. Your muscles are more pliable. You can go deeper into poses and you get that sweat factor. You know, sometimes people say you can detox which you don't want to like misunderstand what that means you know anytime you sweat you're detoxing because that's just trash leaving your body yeah your sweat but um you're probably not getting any other things out in the yoga that you wouldn't get even if you were just running right but it is you know exercise in general when you sweat you are detoxing so yeah the benefits more that you can just go a little bit further and you work you feel like you're working a little harder because yeah, definitely it's, because it's um super hot your drip and that, sweat. that drip sweat there's something about that feels like you're just like wringing yourself oh, out so even if it's physiologically nothing's happening psychologically something is <laughs> happening so that's all good win-win, win-win. right <laughs> okay well thank you so much for sitting down with me today and talking about yoga um if people have any other questions can they just visit your website or look you up on instagram yeah so it's naomi jacobs l.com on the web and in jacobs l on instagram don't expect anything too fancy but (laughs) i'm out there (laughs) out in the streets i'll put put your handle and your website in our show notes in case you guys want to get in touch with her and um, do you have anything you want to say to our listeners? I don't know if you do, but you should Oh, time. Um, you know, just try it. Try yoga. I think everyone should practice it. Like I said, there's so many different styles and varieties and teachers and benefits. It's not, if you have any negative ideas about yoga, just go deeper because 
no matter what you're thinking negatively, it's not that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just get rid of those. Because <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay, moms, that concludes today's episode of Those Moms. If you like our show and you want to know more, check out our website. The link is in our Instagram bio. Please feel free to slide into our DMs or comment with feedback. And remember to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll talk to you next episode. Bye. Bye.